Ago, folks, two decades since uh, the most iconic, iconic two minute, six second pieces of Kiwi sporting folklore. And since that day, it seems like we haven't gotten any worse at driving cars very fast. Murph uh, was, uh, of course, responsible for that piece of genius. Nowadays, uh, while still driving fast himself, he gets to revel in the success of his colleagues. We played that um, audio of uh, your magnificent feedback 20 years ago. 20 years ago, uh, a fellow by the name of Brock Feeney was born <laughs> so yeah. I don't want to make you feel I don't want to make you feel old here I, 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 I don't want you to feel as if you're a dinosaur or anything but this kid uh, absolutely smoked it at the weekend uh, winning the Sandown 500 endurance of course uh, part of uh, Camaro who dominated that Red Bull Camaro dominated the event uh, your, your good friend Richie Stanaway third with uh, SVG and Brody Kostecki who is leading uh, at the stage of the standings just 25 years of age himself so uh, the future of the sport as such uh, down here anyway is pretty safe Yeah absolutely and then you know announcements uh, um, that we've covered Ryan Wood you know um, not quite 20 mm. yet um, your full time next year in, in there um, Matt Payne what's Matt he's only 20 or 21 I think as well uh, who drove sublimely as well uh, on the weekend at Sandown? Um, just young, young talent that's coming through, and, and also teams uh, recognising, you know, they need to be planning for the future a bit more now. There's more, more teams that are really thinking about their futures and bringing in the skill sets of the young guys and to be able to build them and and train them and and um, you know give them the tools to. Um, to you know, highlight their skill sets, and 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 so it's a, it's an exciting time in that respect. You know, there's there's a lot of them coming through. But young Brock, you know, uh, Roland Bain, you know, it, it was a big fan um, there a few years ago, and and has uh, pushed hard to get him into the main game, and he's now proving his worth and proving that that, that was a good choice. Um, you know, he drove on the weekends, you know, like he was a 10, 15 year veteran in the in the class, not not only, you know, not just been around for the last year and a bit. So uh, to deal with the pressure of, of a Brody Kostecki who who actually almost found, you know, he's still young and he hasn't been around that long, but he, he, we've seen him um, do some wonderful things in race cars for a few years now. So it's, it's like he has been around longer than what he actually has. Um, you know, but the pressure that he put on Brock and the way he didn't flinch was superb. And that was set up by, you know, the GOAT, Jamie Wincup. You know, he got in that car at the start of the of the day and and put that uh, Red Bull Ample racing car uh, Camaro at the front, and uh, then even through the pit cycles and the safety cars, he dropped back, but then he put it back to the front, and that was key for the success of that that organisation because if if when Brody got in that Coca Cola Erebus car, 
if he had been in the front, he wouldn't have been passed. He would have won the race. So the the job that Jamie Wincup did to, you know, sort of um, uh, put the co-driver side of things in order by putting himself at the front um, was was an integral part of that win for for those two guys on on Sunday. So you know, it was very well executed and uh, by both drivers and and obviously by the team. But uh, you can see the disappointment on Brody Kostecki's face um, finishing second because uh, he he knew that that uh, at the beginning of that that race that he was a he was a good shot at, at winning it. And it's just the way the circumstances played out. And as I say, that just that that Jamie Wincup factor um, really sort of set the tone. Well, it's uh, it's a fortnight really until uh, Bathurst, yep. uh, the Bathurst week. Um, so yeah, that's uh, officially fifth to the eighth. Uh, but of course, the week itself begins. Well, it began it began uh, yesterday, fortnight yesterday. So yep. uh, Murph, in, in terms of uh, what what have you got lined up personally for that? And um, what about um, the drivers? How soon do they get there? How, do, how soon do they get involved? I mean, when is the track released to them as such? Yeah, pretty much on the Thursday. Smithy, everyone will be there from the Tuesday. Teams will be there. Probably trucks will arrive on the Monday and, and start the, the process of uh, setting up and you know, it, it's and that's the way it should be too. It's the biggest biggest week on our calendar for for supercars. Obviously, Bathurst is, is the um, you know the the event that that you know has put us put us where we are on the um, on the calendar, and but also as a, as a as a category, it's it's the big one. It's our grand final, as, as it gets uh, quite often. So, you know, it's it's a it's a big long week of celebration of supercars and and for the biggest race. So, uh, I head over on the Tuesday, the third, and 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 we'll be um, sort of supporting the TV side of things again this year, um, and uh, you know, watching very closely and supporting all the the Kiwi boys that are in there. So, I mean, it, it it's a little bit of a form guide on the weekend, Smithy, with with what happened and the results. Um, Red Bull Ampol Racing looking really good and obviously Coca-Cola uh, by Airbus looking really strong but there's going to be other cars that, that come out uh, fighting and swinging right from the beginning as well and, and of course it's all new these Gen 3 cars running at Bathurst for the first time there's a lot of conversation and talk about the, the, the difference in the aerodynamic performance and what that's going to mean uh, basically across the top of the mountain the cars will be moving around a lot more last year the stability when I drove in, uh, with Richie Stanaway in the wild card, I could not believe how solid and planted those cars were across the mountain. Um, the development uh, and that has happened over the since I drove on there last in 2014 was was staggering. But now we start again, start absolutely dead set fresh. So there's there's a lot to to unwrap uh, when we get up there when the cars get on the circuit. And there's going to be a lot of comments and feedback and, and changes. And, and for me, that's, that's really exciting, having a brand-new car up there and, and challenging these drivers. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a big next couple of weeks in preparation for all the teams. There's still a lot of soul-searching for a lot of them. There was performances on the weekend that were, were surprisingly lacklustre um, from mm-hmm. very, very strong combinations. Um, so they've got uh, a huge amount of work to get through in preparation for... Uh, for the Bathurst 1000. So, uh, yeah, I um, uh, can't wait for it. OK, Murph, uh, we get the feel. We get the Bathurst feel. You've kicked it off for us this yep. morning, so that's fantastic. Uh, it's uh, great to have you on, as, and we'll catch up uh, next Tuesday morning. It'll be fantastic. Cheers, Murph. Thanks for filling us in. Well, Suzuka this weekend, Liam Lawson again, mate. So um, I'm sure the ratings uh, on Sky for watching Formula 1 are going through the roof at the moment, which is sensational. So we've got, uh, yeah, plenty of stuff um, lined up over the next few weeks to look forward to in motor racing. Okay, cool. We'll we'll catch up next Tuesday. Thank you. Cheers, bye.